What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Otto Hansen. He's one of the co-founders of Term Scout. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. I'm really well. How are you? I'm doing it really well. Uh, you know, another beautiful day in Phoenix, Arizona, and looking forward to learning more about what you are working on with Term Scout. For people that haven't heard of Term Scout um, or haven't heard about what you're working on, what is that? What are you working on? So TermScout is a contract rating company. We built machine learning technology that reviews contracts, analyzes a ton of data about what the contract tries to do, how good or bad is it for each party, and then puts out a rating and tells you this contract is generally favorable or not and shows you red flags that you should be concerned about with those contracts. So this is awesome. This is something that's like obviously needed by pretty much everyone. But I'm curious about like how how it works. So, it, it, it do I let's just so I'm let's say I'm reviewing a contract and I want to know you know if it's legit, etc. How would I use it? Like what does it look out for in the contracts? So first thing you know about us is as a startup company, we had to focus somewhere, and we started with um, software contracts from big tech companies like Google and IBM and Microsoft and Oracle. Um, So right now, if you go to termscout.com and search for one of those companies, you'll see our ratings on their major contracts. We focus on their sort of click-through contracts um, as a starting point. So the ones that they ask millions and millions of customers to sign when they ask you, you know, do you accept yes or no, our terms and conditions? Um, Those are the ones that we've reviewed so far. So you can go and there's a bunch of free content. On, on hundreds and hundreds of big tech contracts on our website. So that's how it works today. Down the road, you know, a big part of what we're doing is training machine learning to do this stuff automated. So today there's human attorneys in the loop that help us make sure that the quality is really, really good. Down the road, we hope to create a company, Matt, where you can come in next time you're asked to sign a new lease agreement or a new employment agreement, and you can upload a contract to our site and we'll help you understand is there anything really unusual about this contract that you need to be aware of? How does it rate? How does it compare to other lease agreements in Phoenix? That type of stuff. Yeah, this is this is awesome, and I love the the, the focus in the short term, and allows you to kind of go 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 wide in the long term. Um, so like, walk me through how, why did you decide to start this, or what's the origin story for TermScout? Well, a couple of things were happening. So I was working as a corporate attorney at a large regional firm here in Denver, Colorado, and. Um, two things happened. First, a, 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 a software company came to me and asked me to draft that their privacy policy and their terms and conditions, the contracts that all of their customers were going to click accept to. 
And as a good lawyer, I was trying to figure out, well, what does the contract need to do? What do we need to cover? Blah, all that. And at the end, I said, okay, client, on a scale of one to 10, how aggressive do you want me to make this contract um, in terms of favoring you versus the customer? And the client looked at me like it was the craziest question they'd ever heard. And they said, Otto, you know, no one reads these contracts, right? I said, uh, yeah. He said, so make it as aggressive as humanly possible. Basically, if we know everybody's just going to click accept our terms, let's write the terms that are best for us. And it was this moment for me, this aha moment of like, wow, that is the rational response. And boy, that's a terrible result for this world, you know, because all of us are signing these all the time. And if that's the attitude that these businesses are bringing to the table when they're drafting these contracts, that was just a like bells ringing, like, whoa, big problem to solve here. Um, that was that was one part. And the other one was just a client asked me to review uh, one of those big contracts that they had signed already. It was Venmo's terms and conditions. And um, basically they had clicked accept. It was they were running a small business and doing business transactions through it. And we looked through it and we're like, oh my gosh, you should have reviewed this in advance because actually you could be in a lot of trouble with this company based on the terms you agreed to. And that was sort of the other side of the equation was kind of, wow, as a customer signing these, I actually really want to and need to understand what the heck am I agreeing to? Where's my liability? Like, you know, what, what should I have known about this? Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. I mean, it's like, I feel like it's the perfect origin story. Like you, you're, you're going about your life, you, you find a problem and you're like, this isn't right, you know, and you, you do something about it. I'm curious for you, uh, you know, this is a question I've been asking more recently. Like when you decided you wanted to do something about it, what was like the first or second, you know, step? What was the first or second step that you took? Like, did you find a co-founder? Did you start shipping code? Did you talk to customers? Like what did you do the moment you realized that you wanted to solve this problem and kind of build a company around this? That's a great question. Um, it actually happened really organically for me. I was at a, I, I decided as an attorney, almost for business development reasons, to go to this event called the Global Legal Hackathon here in Denver. I was not planning on participating. I didn't even know what a hackathon was. But I show up on this Friday afternoon to this hackathon, and basically there's 50 other people there, and they're like, hey, go pair off in teams and solve a legal problem. And ran into someone I knew who I really respected. And we together decided to team up. This was fresh. Those two experiences I just shared were fresh in my mind. We found some engineers and we just decided to just try to solve it that weekend. And we did. And we won the hackathon in Denver. And then we won in regionals. And then we won the international finals of the Global Legal Hackathon that year. And actually at the finals in New York City, this guy grabbed me at the end of my winning presentation and was like, this is amazing. And if you decide to build a business out of this, count me in as your first investor. And I was like, poof, that's a, that's a great little head start. We just won an international hackathon and we've got an investor. And I was still pretty happy in my job as a lawyer at that point. But, you know, it just, it was some momentum that helped get over sort of that initial, the doubt, you know, the fear and everything else. And if you were to kind of take those first steps, take another 10,000 steps or 10 million steps, and you're just kind of building out this company over the next 5, 10, 15 years, uh, my question for you is, what do you see as the big vision here for Term Scout? Or in other words, what direction are you rowing in and what is it going to look like in a decade or two? Uh, it's a great question. Um, the world as we see it is a world where 
every time anyone goes to sign a contract, a privacy policy, a lease, any sort of document that creates legally binding obligations, there is complete transparency around what it is that they're signing. That's the world we're trying to create. Um, it is a massive problem because as you know, you know, we're signing as individuals hundreds and hundreds of these contracts every year. I mean, we do it just, you know, on impulse over and over again. Every time we download an app, you know, purchase a plane ticket, anything, there's a contract there. And we have no idea whether it's good or bad or what it means. So, so that's the world we're trying to build. And the beauty of the vision is what we know is this solves that problem of that business person who told me, hey, no one's reading this, so let's make it really egregious. Our hypothesis is that by bringing transparency to contracts, we create an incentive for businesses to make those contracts reasonable upfront. And we believe that the, the net net or the, the net reasonableness or fairness of contracts will increase over time as we grow as a company. That's our hope. That's what keeps us motivated. It's incredible. I think I think that would be a, a fantastic accomplishment. But in order to kind of make it happen, we'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital? Looking for customers, partnerships? You know, how can we assist? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, we are, you know, what we need, and we've never found a great person is a growth marketer, um, someone who really, especially in B two B or legal tech can come in and help sort of, it's so hard to find a good marketer who sort of understands content marketing and search engine marketing and SEO and all the, you know, copywriting and maybe even can design a few things. We're really looking for and would love to find some scrappy person who has a bunch of those tools in their toolbox to come in and help. Um, I would hire that person. I don't have a job posting up for that person, but we're always looking for that person and, um, and have not found that person yet. Uh, we are about to raise some capital. Um, we closed uh, around last summer. We're bringing on some new capital probably here in the next couple of months. Um, so if any investors are listening to this and interested in what, we're, what you heard today, um, please reach out. And uh, yeah, those are probably two of the big ways. And then if either of those two you know, types of people want to get in touch, how can they learn more about you online? Do you have a website? Do you have social media? Do you have email address? How can someone kind of get in touch? Yeah, you can go to www.termscout.com to learn more. And uh, you can email me, auto at termscout.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hey, really happy to be on it, Matt. Thanks for having me.